0: And hello, everybody. The song that you're listening to is
1: "He's a Pirate." That's <laughs> that's the name of the song. He's a pirate. This is Jack Sparrow's theme from Pirates of the Caribbean and all the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Yeah, they they didn't think a lot about uh, the Did title. Think just about he's a pirate at all. Uh, this song is being played because uh, this week we
0: we're talking at, at the end of the podcast. We're talking about a uh, a lot about scores and. Um, this song is going to outlive the actual movie itself um
1: i don't even think they do they play at disney world they actually they i think yeah yeah i well, was i was the, jack i i was there not too long ago um i was there like about a month ago mm-hmm. we wrote pirates of the caribbean and yes they did play this song huh. and they did add jack sparrow and recently mm. johnny depp appeared in his pirate get up at the disneyland in california he actually showed up in the ride and was talking to the customers johnny johnny depp look at that well look at that this podcast he even learned a little
0: thing or two so stay tuned because in this week's episode we talk about uh a
1: lot of stuff summer uh, blockbusters yeah enjoy The song ran out
0: so far. Oh, it did the song ran out so <laughs> I thought we just oh, <stutters> uh, And hello everybody, everybody, hello And welcome to We Synced It. I think it Yes, it is a weekly podcast that focuses in on all the movies, T V and the entertainment in between. I am one of your hosts, Pat. And this is Kev. And how is everybody doing? I don't know if I'm
1: ready for this uh, summer heat, man.
0: No, me neither. (laughs) Me neither, because it's a scorcher out there. And I'm not talking about that uh, that trashy second movie, (laughs) but uh, (laughs) it's an actual scorcher out there.
1: But I am ready for summer blockbusters. Oh, yeah. Definitely. We're going to get into that Mm -hmm. later on in the episode. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So it's been a while. <laughs> yeah. It has. It has uh been a while. Sorry, people. We have
0: been busy, but we have been posting up stuff to let you guys know that we are alive and well. <laughs> We've been posting up stuff. We keep our uh how do you how would you say that? We keep our pulse on the heart. We keep our hearts on the pulse. We keep our hands on the pulse of uh entertainment news and everything and um there's a lot has been going on oh r.i.p to uh big rob big black <laughs> rob is still alive that lets you know that um i really didn't watch the show that much
1: <laughs> i usually really love that show i loved
0: both rob uh big uh, robin big and robin big fantasy and, uh, factory uh r.i.p to him <clears throat> um The only thing that I know about that show is that uh, I really didn't watch it that much but it's like I I was I was around people who had watched it and they would always call me uh, They called you Big Black? Yeah, Uh -uh. because I was black and I was big. So (laughs) I was like, okay, I guess. (laughs) I would just go with it. But um, once I finally saw the show, I was like, I don't look nothing like that guy, but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but i mean it is what it is and um every time he's done like a podcast or he's done anything man he just seems like he was just an awesome character man i just don't i'm shocked that he that he passed away still don't know why he uh he died yet they haven't said anything on an autopsy but uh oof, brutal yeah
1: mm-hmm well, since uh since we've been away, you saw Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yep. I saw the circle. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about them. What did you think about Guardians of the Galaxy 2?
0: Um Guardians of the Galaxy numero dose volume 2 was um it was a fun movie. It was a fun movie. It was a great movie to open up the summer blockbusters. Would you what I mean, would you call it the summer blockbuster opening or would you just call it a spring movie?
1: Well, I think spring's over with. We're now... This is like the this cusp. Summer. This yeah. is now the entry into the yeah. summer. Yeah, so
0: was Guardians of the Galaxy basically uh, cracked open the summer for uh, for every, for all these summer blockbuster movies. Transformers is one of them. Um, and it was a fun movie to watch. It just that uh, there was a lot of... There was these lull moments in the movie that I just wasn't a fan of. Um... I was telling uh, Kevin that when when you're when you're making a movie and um you have to talk about family and how the cast member are family I start not to believe you after you say it for like the three, the fourth, the fifth time. Just like Fast and the Furious. And this movie basically did a Fast and the Furious to me because once they start saying that they were family more than once okay i got it the first time when they said that I like, oh i thought we were family okay that's cool but when it was constantly coming up in every scene i'm like okay give me a break because the more you start talking about you being family the more i start not to believe you it's like those two girls who are friends and they like to call each other like uh like uh what uh over oh, we're sisters or we're bffs we're bffs and they're constantly saying it the more they say it the more you like yeah, yeah. They, they really hate each other
1: <laughs> and what happens is that they end up eventually hating
0: each hating other each other because they keep on because i believe that the more you're saying it you're just trying to reassure yourself that that's what you call that like, yo oh i'm not gonna hurt this person because this person is like my family member I have brothers and i've never i will tell you i've never had a conversation with my brother and i'm like yo you're my brother man (laughs) i've never said that to any of my brothers before
1: you should say it next time you see them but say (laughs) it in spanish your familia (laughs) they're
0: gonna look at me like i'm weird you're like fuck out of here because you're just supposed to know you don't do that to your friends or family because it's like they know uh Can I
1: play a really fast a clip from Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, go play a clip clip from Guardians of the Galaxy. One of the scenes Mm -hmm. in the movie.
0: She definitely thought it was you. She looked good at me, bro.
1: Maybe the lady we once knew is gone, down. Even though she's alive, maybe she's gone. You don't turn your back on family. <laughs> oh, wait. This is Fast and the you Furious. Yeah,
0: I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought it was. It, it sounded like it came straight from Guardians of the Galaxy because there was a lot of family talk in that movie. And I'm not one to just like bash family talk or anything, but it just seemed like it was just forced. The movie was good. It had his, uh, his Guardians of the Galaxy charm in it but it was forced, it was overshadowed with the whole thing about family this family that we need to be united and all this I get it you guys are the guardians of the galaxy you guys were already united ever since um fire lord storm lord star lord yeah there he goes ever since storm lord okay.
1: <laughs> star lord man ever since, <laughs> ever since star lord
0: yeah ever since star lord uh touched that uh the Emerald Star? The Infinity
1: Star. Whatever, man.
0: Whatever. Ever since he touched that stone and you guys all grabbed onto him, if that's not what family does or somebody who you like would do, because if it was me, I'm like, dude, I'm not grabbing you, bro. I'm not grabbing you because I'm not going to die with you, man. That's what If if you're not family, that's what that's what you would do. But after that, it's like, yo, yeah, we're, we're cool. We're, we're family. And this movie is supposed to take place like... Two or three months after the Guardians of Galaxy one, so they st- they're still supposed to be in that honeymoon phase, like you know, eh, hey, we're still cool, we're still chilling, kind of thing. Even though they're having their arguments, they're supposed to know that it's like an undertone. It- You know that you guys are not going nowhere. You know that people are not... Nothing's happening. Nobody's going to leave or anything like that. Because that's just like what family does. Even though they say that they hate you or something like that. They ain't really going nowhere. (laughs) They're not really going nowhere. If you need them, they'll be right there for you. You shouldn't have to tell me. And
1: So the movie is directed and written by James Gunn. uh Who also wrote and directed the first one. Yeah. What type of sequel was this movie? Because... I feel like there's two types of sequels. Okay. There's the movie sequels that basically just repeat the same formula of the first one again, uh-huh. which doesn't always work out. Sometimes it does like financially wise, but mm-hmm. it, those movies I think usually don't stand the test of time like the first one. And then you got the movies like The Dark Knight, Godfather Part 2, Movies that like, okay, we established the story. Now we're just gonna take it to a whole new level. Did oh. it do that, or was it like, okay, we're just gonna repeat repeat the same jokes as the first movie and just well, continue with the first movie? Some
0: did? of the jokes from the old movie were kind of repeated. They're not really repeated. They were, um, they were like hinted towards. You never, you ever, uh, you know. Well, let's say that we have a joke and then. When we see that same joke, like, we're making fun of something. And once we see that same thing, like, you hit me on the show and say, look at this, look at this shit. That happened in the movie. Like, uh, that happened a couple of times in the movie. And I'm like, oh, that's funny because that's about, like, part one. But for the most part, I really feel that it was, they just took off with it. I mean, this time, spoiler alert, they had to uh, fight a planet. So, as far as I know, that was pretty, that was pretty cool. Um,
1: they got chased again. The only thing, but it didn't have like a darker tone or anything like that. It was pretty much like still light, oh. like the first one. Yeah, it was still light. It was still,
0: it it, it still gave you that uh, that feel that yeah, you you these guys are the good guys, but they're still kind of bad. Mm. Like they, it's like a team full of Han Solos. That's what it was, cause they shoot first. <laughs> Everybody shoot first. Because, spoiler, another spoiler. There was this one point that um, Star-Lord was talking to his father. And uh, his father said uh, that it was hard for him to kill his mother. That's what he says to him. And when he says that to him... The dude, uh, his father turns around, and Star Lord is already just shooting at him, <laughs> like he's shooting at his father, like blah blah. He's shooting everything that he's got, man, like he just blah 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 blah. Shoots him up in pieces because he just found out that his father was the reason why his mom died. Oh shit! So he just shoots him up. Boom! boom. I'm like, uh, oh. he did not waste any time. Because at certain some movies, they would they would have you like, you know, like uh, let you sit. You're gonna sit in this moment. This, yeah. this one right here is going to stick to your ribs. Nah. It was like, boom. As soon as he found out, his father turned around, boom. Just got shot in the face, got shot in the stomach. And you just saw pieces of his body just missing. And I'm like, god damn. He did not waste any fucking time at all. And, I, you know, that that's what I liked about it. That's what I liked about the whole, like all the characters of uh, the movie. Because, for the most part, they will not... They don't take no shit. It's like, oh, well, well you're trying to kill me, so I'm just going to kill you first. Han Solo. <laughs> and um what will I give this movie out of uh, five stars? I'm going to give it, even though it had a lot of... uh Fast and the Furious undertone with the whole familiar thing. And I seriously believe that about Fast and Furious. I don't think that they don't like each other at all. I don't think anybody in the movie like each other at all because... I mean, in the movie series, because the fact that they're constantly... Uh, I think they have to reassure themselves every week. That's why they always have to eat on, on, eat on Sunday at a table. So they got to reassure each other because for the most part... Uh, if you family or your friends, I don't have to see you every goddamn day just so I can reassure that, you know, hey, you know, you're know, you my my brother. You're my <laughs> brother, we're familiar. <laughs> I don't have to do that. I don't have to eat with you and drink with you every goddamn day just so I know. Just so you know that, because, hey, I mean, you're doing your thing, I'm doing my thing, but as soon as we link up, it's going to be a thing, kind of thing. So, I don't know. But I'm going to give this movie... Uh, Four stars, because <laughs> I would watch it again. I would watch it again, and I would, I wouldn't buy it on DVD, but or, or Blu-ray. But if it was on HBO, I'll watch it several times.
1: Do you own any of the Marvel Universe uh, movies on? Yes, DVD?
0: Winter Soldier. On, Winter Soldier on Blu-ray. I own Winter Soldier on Blu-ray. That's the only one that I own. That is the only one because I thought that movie was uh, awesome
1: all right and that's guardians of the galaxy 2 now with theaters um now the circle which i have to say right off the bat the worst movie of 2017 all right um i think one thing we should do for the next episode Mm -hmm. we should do a list of movie trailers that are nothing like the movie they trick you into watching this movie. And when you watch the movie, it's a completely different vibe, mm. a different plot, different everything. Because oh, yeah. when you watch the trailer for this movie, it feels like, oh, my God, you know, Emma Watson is being chased by this government-controlled company. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> she almost crashes. And, like, you know, it feels like an espionage suspense yeah. thriller. Dude, it is the most blandest dialogue. Does Emma Watson have an American accent? Yes. Yes. And it's you can it's it's bad. It's bad? Like is it bad like Benedict she, Cumberbatch? Uh, tries to sound American and it's it just So it's
0: bad like Benedict Camerbatch in uh in Sh- Doctor Strange Doctor Strange.
1: Where it's like he, he <laughs> overpronounces <laughs> the words and no. It's yeah, it's bad. But yeah, so I I go into this movie not knowing anything about it. All I know is based off of what I saw in the trailer. I'm thinking, okay, maybe there's gonna be some cool scenes of like drones chasing her, and Mm -hmm. yeah, none of that happens in the movie, dude. It's literally a girl who finds a job at this conglomerate tech company. Um, What's her job? Is she like an intern? She's like a like a customer service rep, I guess, something like that. Like she deals with like clients. It's high up. (laughs) <laughs> and Tom Hanks is in the movie and I think they just got him to to try to save the film maybe Oof. but he plays like a Steve Jobs like character he's like the 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 founder of the company and um they create this new technology they're like these like cameras that are like the size of marbles that you can pretty much hide anywhere that have like long lasting batteries and okay. you know usually these types of movies they um the main character who who works for these companies, they think that they're working for a company that's going to change the world and save the world, and then you realize, oh no, the company is actually evil. Yeah. And then the movie kind of turns. This movie, it, it the company sounds bad right from the beginning, and everyone's like appreciative of this company spying on everyone and putting their information like out to the public, and you're like, what? Like I re- I, I sat there in the first five minutes of the movie and I was already confused. Like, why are these people happy? That he created these cameras that you could just hide anywhere that's like scary yeah like could you imagine like you're backpacking you decide to Airbnb at some guy's place and he probably has these cameras all over the room all and over. he's watching you while you he's sleep he's
0: watching you sleep like <laughs> whispering sweet nothings
1: so very uh, to me it's just a very um, not only unrealistic plot but very bland pop uh, plot uh, this movie had a budget of 18 million it's been out for. It's been out since uh, April, and it's only made eighteen million.
0: Oh, so they broke even.
1: They broke even. That's <laughs> it. Uh, but very yeah,
0: that's just. That's just uh, domestically, right? That oh, you know what? That's a good
1: question. I don't know. I don't know, but the the movie. I mean, I don't know if it did well across seas, but how much did Tom Hanks get paid on this one? That probably went on all to him. <laughs>
0: was he in the movie a lot or no
1: Mm, not as much not as um like i like i said like i feel like he was just put in in certain scenes just to try to help did he add value him
0: and emma watson have a scene together oh yeah
1: they had dialogue together Oh okay they had dialogue together but dude it's so bland like every time the characters spoke to each other i did not care i just didn't care and i didn't believe it um, Spoiler alert, you know, at the end of the movie, the resolution, her revenge is, oh, I'm going to put your emails out in the public so everyone can see it. All your private emails. Like, okay.
0: Not a and big that's deal. And it's not a spoiler because that movie is trash. It was already spoiled, so you can't spoil something that's already spoiled.
1: Um, it just turned into yeast. I felt the cinematography, nothing interesting about it. The soundtrack was bad. And then we, we noticed in the after credits, Danny Elfman was the composer. And we were shocked because really? the soundtrack was, like, really bad. Like, it looked like they were trying to go for, uh, uh, what's the, uh, Trent Reznor? You mm-hmm. know how he did the soundtrack? The guy from Nine Inch Nails, he did yeah. the soundtrack for the David Fincher movies? Yeah. And he makes it, like, this, like, creepy, suspenseful, digital, electronic. Like, it, like, it sounded like they were trying to go for that but failed and it, it just it was just like weird like robotic sounds like <laughs> like it was like it sounded like really cheesy like skrillex oh music God, dude. just really bad and uh, there's really nothing interesting of this movie at all I give it zero zero stars not even a one Jeez. just don't watch it don't watch it don't if it comes out on DVD don't bother if it come, if it's on TV change the channel
0: but you know how people are Team Emma Watson. Uh, she just won an MTV uh, Unisex Award or something like that. MTV. MTV. Yeah, but you know who you know who
1: was nominated for an MTV award? Hmm. That girl that "Cash Me Outside." How about that? She was. She got nominated for an award. I don't even know what the they, award they was. They
0: changed the. They changed MTV. Changed the movie awards to movie and television and etc. Award now. So now they just do anything that's about internet, uh, internet entertainment, TV, and movies. I think 13, 13 Seconds to Mars won something. Nope, 13 Reasons Why I won uh, something. Um, there's a lot of stuff that uh, won a lot of awards. I didn't watch the MTV Awards because I'm not in high school. But um, for the most part, there's a lot of articles saying that. M T V is basically changing the way that teens watch television and uh, Yeah I put that sound I put that sound of an old lady saying that because uh teens don't watch T V anymore. Everybody's on the internet. Everybody watches their phone. Everybody's streaming, yeah. Yeah. So MTV is um they're old. They they like they basically you gave teens this uh 16 and pregnant or barefoot and 16. I forgot what the name of that TV show was. And now you just want to change your tone. You should have been you should have been playing music videos from Jump. <laughs> but yeah, I don't want to do that no more because um everybody's beyond that.
1: But to give uh some perspective on the negativity of this movie, Rotten mm-hmm. Tomatoes gave it a score of 16%. Ooh. 16. Um that's pretty good. What else? Uh, a lot of these, you know, movie grading websites like out of ten, it got like four. I mean, it's just an F. It's an F grade movie. So, period. It's dull and it flatlines right in the beginning. <laughs> it flatlines right in the opening credits. Like, I'm just not. In, uh, the only thing, the only thing oh. about this movie that was like okay was Ridiculous. actually. Bill Paxton was in this movie. This was his last movie that he did before he passed away. Uh His performance was actually really good. He played uh, Emma Watson's father, and he had, uh, like, cerebral palsy. Uh And he actually did a really good job, and he's in, like, four scenes in the whole movie. And he was better than Tom Hanks and everybody else.
0: Mm -hmm. Maybe he'll get an uh, Oscar nod.
1: Probably not. No. <laughs> Probably not. Like it was literally just like four or five scenes and that was it.
0: Even him even he couldn't save this movie. Not the man. The ghost of Bill Paxton could not save his So movie.
1: zero out of zero. Zero circles out of five circles for the circle. <laughs> um got number squares over there.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you can't fit you can't fit a square into this circle. Uh, now let's get into our main topic yep. of the evening, which is summer blockbusters. Yeah. We're now exiting springtime. We're now in the cusp of uh, this wave of uh, some blockbusters that are coming up. Some movies I'm a little excited about. Other movies, not really. Let's just do a quick preview on what's coming up. Um, first off. We got Transformers coming out, which, Pat, you saw, what, like a 30-minute preview of?
0: Yeah, I saw a 30-minute preview of it, and um, it's more of the same. If you guys uh, didn't really like the Transformers movies after part one, uh, you're not going to like this one either, because it's more of the same, more of the same, um, What well, like, er- everything is tight-casted. Like these you think they're because they're robots, they wouldn't be a black robot but uh or a country robot, a hick robot, but there are some they're <laughs> out there too. They have the same accents, and um everything is stereotyped everything every stereotype in transformer is is true to form in Transformer. Tyrese is going to scream like he always does in every movie, and he's in this movie um. I give him from screen time. I give him 30 seconds from screen time from actual screen t- uh, screen time until he scream time. <laughs> I give him 30 seconds. And he's going to be screaming out some something something funny. I'm doing the quotations cuz it's not.
1: He's just he's really over the top in those transformations. He's really like, over the every top. Every time there's a scene with him, you just want to yell out yeah, Tyrese, you were in that paycheck. Yeah,
0: in, in, in Transformers he is, and on top of the and on uh, Fast and the Furious for somebody who's doing a job that he's uh, clearly in Transformers he's supposed to be like a military person. He's supposed to be used to be doing like, hey, I, I fight robots now. He screams a lot, like he's scared. Fast and the Furious, he's been Fast and the Furious for like six movies, and he's not furious, and he's not furious. <laughs> Dude, you're supposed to be prepared for these kind of things. <laughs> at this point, you're supposed to be like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's happening. Uh, this is like a regular day. This is a, another day at the office. But yet, he, still's want, he still wants to scream. I don't get it. I don't get it. But this is the way he acts.
1: What else do we have? We got uh, Baby Driver. Oh, yeah. Definitely. directed by, direct Written and directed by Edgar Wright. This is some, a project that he's been working on for some time now. Mm-hmm. Um it's been a while since we've seen an Edgar Wright movie so I'm very excited about it. Um the movie has already premiered at the South by Southwest Festival in Texas and it got nothing but rave reviews like everyone thought it was great. Um I'm waiting I'm really desperate to hear what the soundtrack is going to be like. It's going to be a very soundtrack driven movie because the main character listens to music throughout the whole movie because he mm-hmm. has like a he has like this um this medical condition where he keeps hearing a hum Mm -hmm. so he has to drown it out by constantly listening to music um and edgar wright is a type of person like his style of filming you know obviously all his movies are comedies but he tends to use camera like the movement of the camera as part of the comedy is a character all by itself yeah so I'm, I love I'm waiting to see what he's gonna do how he's gonna blend that into these action sequences with the cars like I'm sure it's gonna be really funny and already just like right off the jump I like when, when you see the trailer the scene where they got the Halloween masks mm-hmm. and he's like you got the wrong I said Michael Myers and he's like this is Mike Myers but it was Mike Myers from SNL yeah. like the Austin Powers and he's like and no always- from the Halloween movies and he's like oh you meant Jason they're like no like, like that type <laughs> like I was dying when i saw that scene so i could already have i already have a taste of what this movie's going to be like and i'm really waiting for it um we got alien covenant which i don't know how i feel i at first i was kind of excited when i saw that prologue that they released yeah um but then you heard from someone who saw the movie yeah someone
0: who saw the movie uh earlier forgot the the guy's youtube page but uh, shout out to him if uh, he listens to this podcast. <laughs> Whoever you are. Whoever you are. But uh, he said that you, if you want to watch the movie and you're expecting aliens, you're not going to get alien. Like the, 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 the 1980s movie, you're not going to get that alien until like 30 minutes at the end of the movie. The last 30 minutes of the movie. He said, but if you want to watch like Prometheus, that's the whole movie whole movie is Prometheus. Like, it's going to be, they're going to answer questions, you know, all this other stuff. Like, oh, you're going to see some, a little bit of action. But Alien actually takes place 30 minutes at the end of the movie. And, of course, you know, everybody's going to die because uh, Ripley's not there. So, and people cannot fight these aliens
1: because only Ripley can. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence of if- I'll probably I I mean, it, it. yeah. I'm still gonna watch it, but I don't think I'm gonna go running to like I I, I would rather go running to see Baby Driver yeah. than Alien. Um, what else do we have? We got Wonder Woman, Wonder which Woman. after every trailer that comes out, I feel like my anticipation gets higher. Yeah, like, this movie actually looks promising. Even though I kept saying that about Suicide Squad, every time I saw a trailer, I was like, okay. I
0: actually saw the. The, the, the directed, the the edited... Uh, I don't know. The, the, the su- more Suicider Squad movie, because I think it was on HBO. Um, saw that not too long ago, and... It's all right. <laughs> it's all right. Um,
1: but what do you think about Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman. What are your thoughts?
0: I still want to watch the movie, because uh, I want to see how they're going to play it off. I know there's going to be a lot of... Um, she can do a lot of things parts in the movie. Uh, I'm already expecting that. She's Wonder Woman. She's going to be able to do a lot of things. She could do things that you man can't do cuz she is woman and she's strong. Sasha fierce kind of stuff. You know, they're going to be doing it's going she's going she's going to hop into her Beyoncé mode. I understand. Uh I'm going to be looking forward to it. Um what else? Uh <laughs>
1: I just I really hope this movie succeeds though man yeah, for the I, sake of DC movies for the
0: sake of women everywhere I hope this
1: movie succeeds <laughs> oh, <that too. laughs>
0: because <laughs> for the sake of women everywhere every every girl out there who watches superhero movies and I really want them to have another movie because uh what Miss Marvel Captain Marvel these uh Marvel is doing that one and Marvel is just like a well, some people might call it a dick show over there because there's nothing but a bunch of guys over there who are just leading the, the fray. And there's not a... Um, they're only slated for one female lead character movie, and that's Ms. Mar- That's uh, Captain Marvel. While DC has two. And to be honest, um, if DC really wants to corner the market, that's a way of going going about it. They have this Wonder Woman, and they want to do one for Harley Quinn. They want to do a movie for for her. Um, Harley Quinn was one of the best parts of uh, Suicide Squad. So was uh, Deadshot and uh, Slipknot too. I uh, hope they bring him back for this
1: movie because uh, he because need, <laughs> he needs he needs some work. I really wish you guys could see the face that I'm <laughs> giving Pat right now. The guy with ropes, guys. The, the guy,
0: guy with ropes. He was a plot device. Everybody knows it. He was a plot device. That's the sort only of reason why he was a uh, that he stuck around. But um He didn't stick around. He didn't. He actually got his head shot off. But uh, <laughs> I hope uh Wonder Woman I seen the trailers. Even the even the villain is a woman.
1: I like it. But the cinematography looks really good. Hell
0: yeah. Cinematography looks the good. The act
1: the action sequence don't look blurred out with CGI. It looks like you know real, like a like a real action movie. Um, I kind of get like a like almost like a Captain America type of feel with yeah. the movie. Yeah, but I think that's the reason why I want to see it. Yeah,
0: because you know what, the first time Captain America came out, the first one, uh, what is that? A Soldier's Born, I think, that's the name of the movie. The First Avengers. <laughs> yeah, that, we'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> I like my title better, but uh. <laughs> When that movie, a soldier is born. <laughs> when that movie came out, um, when I first saw it, I was like, "Oh, it's, I think I was I was hyped up because it was a Captain America movie." And then after a while, I was like, "Eh, it's all right." But then when it came out on like uh, on demand and everything, I, I rewatched it, and I was like, "Yo, this movie is pretty cool." It was one of those movies that it takes a while to get to you, and once you watch it again. It's like, yo, know, it starts to grow. It starts to grow because that movie is really good. And on top of that, if you watch The Winter Soldier and Captain America, both of, both of those movies are fucking amazing. And Civil War, it like just capped it off. Yeah. Like to be honest, um out of the whole Marvel universe, the Captain America series is like the only one that got better over time.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah, it got better over time. Thor is looking like the first one was cool. A lot of Dutch angles. We we talked about that. A lot of Dutch angles. D- d- they started off with Dutch angles. We had that conversation. Oh, that episode never got recorded. And we were That's talking right. about. We we're talking about. Thor has a lot of Dutch angles in the movie, and there's there's rules to Dutch angles. Usually, people use Dutch angles when they're trying to say like you know the world. That you're seeing right now is topsy-turvy. Nothing is right here. This person is drunk or this person is uh, in what you call this person is, you know, crazy or something like that. But Thor would Dutch. This movie would Dutch when there's no need to Dutch. Yeah. (laughs) There was no need to Dutch in, in, in Thor movie. If you just watch the first one, you can count how many Dutch angles and, hey, you know, what? make it turn into a drinking game. And You'll be drunk by uh, you'd probably die, yeah, of yeah. alcohol poisoning. <laughs> yeah, you definitely would. But the first one was eh, second one was wow, oh, man, I don't even remember it to be honest <laughs> with you. I seriously do not remember the second one, but the third one looks amazing. Like it the trailer, got it looks
1: promising because it looks like a completely different director. Jeff Goldblum, the colors, yes, Incredible Hulk. It looks funny. Speaking of colors.
0: Have you noticed that um there's a lot of use of like blues and pinks. There is
1: not I feel, only like, in... I feel like they were trying to go for like a Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. type
0: of vibe because uh, apparently that's the way that Thor comic books were. Yeah. Like his his comic books were always about like he goes on these wild adventures out of space and stuff like that. So his he's supposed to match what Guardians of the Galaxy were. But I'm just talking about like in general. Yeah, remember like in Starbucks they had that uh, that that uh that Frappuccino that thing, unicorn that unicorn thing. I've been seeing a lot of blues and pinks, blues
1: and pinks everywhere. I don't know if that's some type no, of. I think I, I think I could agree with that. There was everywhere. a time there was a time in the '90s and early 2000s where everything had that that orange. Color, like I think, with especially Michael Bay movies, like where it was like, what was it, orange and blue or orange and green? And Michael Bay movies, I think it was orange and blue, but just like maybe action movies in general, like yeah. the, the, the way they played with the colors, it was usually those two colors that they played with. Because, um, but if you so, watch, but if you watch La La Land, yeah, they play with pinks and blues yep. a lot, yep, that movie
0: plays with pinks and blues, a hell of a lot. Just recently saw that movie and um it was pretty cool. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, but um yeah, back to Marvel. That movie um Thor is I mean, you they're not it's not progressing to be a good series. Not like uh, Captain America uh Avengers movies. They only came out with two, right? So far just two. But and the first one is a lot better than the second one.
1: But the directors of these last two Captain America movies are going to be directing the new Avengers movie. So that's why it looks promising.
0: And the Xfinity... Xfinity. The Infinity. <laughs> Infinity Wars is going to be that's the them. Avengers movie. Yeah. Oh, that's, they're going to be doing that one? Yeah.
1: That's the one they direct. They're directing the next two Avengers movies. Because of And Disney picked them because of what they did with Captain America. With the second two Captain America movies, Winter Soldier and Civil War, so I like
0: it. I like I like uh, so where they're going good, with
1: it. Yeah, it's a good pick. So, um, what else do we have on our list of summer blockbusters? Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Uh, written and directed by Christopher Nolan. Uh, so far, two trailers have come out, and it looks like it's going to be a promising action movie. Mm-hmm. But I feel like out of his other movies. This one is just basically gonna be like visually yeah. nice because it's a historical war drama. We already know what's gonna happen at the end. Mm-hmm. It's not like uh like inception where there was a secret, but no one knew what happened at the yeah. end, or interstellar or the dark Knight movies like there is I don't think there's gonna there's not gonna be a surprise like a twist like you know what happens at the end like it's a bunch of British soldiers that are you know stuck on this beach and then eventually they they get off because of regular. Citizens coming mm-hmm. and rescuing, rescuing them on their personal boats, but I think visually, it's, it, it looks really nice. Like the, I, I love the fact that the dogfights in the air are not CGI driven. Like it's actual airplanes that they used. He actually crashed an actual like warplane from World War II. Like that must have been expensive as hell. He did. He bought an airplane just so that he can use it for the movie and crash it. And it wasn't like a replica; it was like an actual plane from World War Two. Yo,
0: but you know what, man? Why are you going?
1: <laughs> Why are you doing that kind of stuff?
0: You know that that just seems like he's playing to the fanboys at that point. Yeah, because you don't need that kind of stuff, man. I know. I mean, uh, Christopher Nolan himself is a fanboy, but it just seemed like a waste of money. But You know, they got the money. I mean, they Brexit, so they got the money. (laughs) They got the money to do that kind of stuff, so let them be.
1: uh, The boats, the war boats that they show in the movie are actual World War II war boats. They're not CGI. They're actually real ships that they used in World War II. The location is authentic. Um, We got Harry Styles from (laughs) One Direction in the movie.
0: Oh, (laughs) Hattie. Hattie is playing, too. (laughs)
1: Um, but it looks like there's uh, there's gonna be sequences that we haven't seen in other World War Two s- style movies. So I-, I think this is just gonna be like a visually stunning movie. It's not gonna be like all oh, the dialogue was great or the directing. It's really just gonna be I'm gonna show you like the sickest you know, action sequences.
0: The dialogue in war movies in general is never really one to. Uh, I'm not gonna let's not talk about Patton everybody knows that that monologue was dope okay we get it we get it but for the most part in these war movies uh the dialogue is not really what caps what what captivates us it's um it's the actual battles yeah saving private ryan you say
1: think of like one line from saving private ryan that was compelling nothing but i could tell you a whole lot about that beach scene oh hell yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) i was just about to say something I'm here to save you, Ryan, but that wasn't even in the movie. That wasn't even in the movie. <laughs> that that wasn't
1: even in the movie. Uh, what else do we have on our list of summer blockbusters? We got The War of the Planet of the Apes. You got a successful. You know. Planet of what?
0: That movie actually got is getting drowned out by all the other movies. Okay. Because. I, I, you know, I do like the Planet of the Apes series. Speaking of Planet of the Apes series uh and movies in general how psyched are you about the world war z uh world war z movie oh
1: david fincher
0: dude when i found out i was so happy when you posted that up i was like i don't know where this movie's going man
1: but i'm excited because (laughs) i don't know where it's going
0: yo because i was uh when i was at the, the office and i was saying that yeah um David Fincher is going to be directing a World War Z movie. So, oh, Brad Pitt's and I'm like, he is in a movie. So, this is going to be his third time. David Fincher is going to be hooking up with uh, Brad Pitt. Is it the third? Uh, seven, Fight Club.
1: Benjamin Button. Oh! So, fourth. So far, man, he is. Uh, this is going to be a fun movie. Like. David Fincher, who's already a dark director. I don't know where he's going to go. And zombies.
0: Dude, I don't know where he's going to go. I'm I'm catching a nosebleed just thinking about it.
1: And you know he's probably going to have the guy from Nine Inch Nails one more time doing oh. the soundtrack. Oh my, oh my, gosh, my god.
0: Like, god. <laughs> I wonder if he's going to go on a global scale like World War Z the one did. Like the first one did. Or is it just going to be... I think it's going to be more localized. It's going to th- be a localized movie. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be as global as... Uh, The last one was. But
1: those camera shots, the editing, his movies are very fast-paced with the editing and the cuts. It's coming out
0: 2019, right?
1: I think so, but I'm, yeah.
0: (laughs) For him to sign up on board, it was like, dude, you already got a ticket. (laughs) Can we buy the ticket right now, dude? Because I'm already on board, man.
1: David Fincher, man. Like, you know those shots are going to be nice. Oh, my God. I love the cinematography for his movies. And I he like sh- the fact that he, he shoots. Micro shots. Macro shots. Macro maybe. shots. And I love the fact that he's doing all these, like, sick shots with mm-hmm. a red. Like, he's showing people, like, nah, you can go digital, too, and make some real nice movies. Oh, my yeah. gosh, dude
0: yeah but i'm I'm just I just <laughs> had to geek out for a little bit
1: because we were talking about uh Planet of the Apes and we have like also like so many movie news <laughs> that we have to cover as yeah, well man. at but, the same time, but war for the Planet of the Apes, yes, yeah. I do agree that the other movies have already set the bar really high yeah and I so think it's going be coming. it's going to be harder for this movie to reach that height, although i am f- interested to see woody harrelson's performance yeah.
0: yeah woody harrelson as a as a bad guy.
1: Is and he? it's gonna be typical Woody Harrelson, like it's gonna be Woody Harrelson from like Zombie Land. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if he tells an ape. Do you want to know how hard I could punch?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, man! I, I'm really looking forward to that movie. I mean, even the the visuals that they showed already with the waterfall, and then you see the whoa, you see the silhouette of the actual, uh, was it? I about to say zombies <laughs> of the actual monkeys or. Is this, I'm about to say zombies again. <laughs> the apes. <laughs> or apes. Jumping through it. I was yeah. like, yo, that's pretty fucking dope. Um, I'm looking for... who's directing that movie? I think it's the... S- the same guy? Let me see. Yeah. Same guy. Matt um, Reeves. Yeah, because you know what? Um, Planet of the Apes 2 was... Uh, it was good. I enjoyed it. Did I see it in movie theaters?
1: Yeah, I did. I've seen all of them on either DVD or television. I haven't really gone to the movies to see them. Uh, next up, we got The Dark Tower. Okay. Idris Elba, Matthew McConaughey, Stephen King. hmm I had no idea, like, what these stories were about. Me neither. Me neither. I honestly was not expecting to see what I saw on the trailer. So, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I think we're all looking forward to seeing Matthew yeah. McConaughey play a bad guy. Mm-hmm. We're very interested to see Matthew McConaughey go against Idris Alba. Yeah. Like, that's a good combo. Yeah. And,
0: uh, Idris Alba, I mean, from his, uh, his dialogue in the actual trailer and, um, his dialogue in the actual trailer and, I mean, the way that he, he got the look, it seemed like he's lost a lot. So he seems like a hero who's, uh, who's kind of down on his luck. And Matthew McConaughey has this, uh, I mean, just, I mean, it's Matthew McConaughey, so he has this, he's won a lot kind of thing. (laughs) Like, he's the quarterback, the high school quarterback, and Adris Alba is the, he's he's leader of the chess team or something. (laughs) You know
1: one thing I noticed? So, you got Matthew McConaughey, who's like the real American accent, going against the British accent. Yeah. And usually in movies, the British accent is the bad guy. Yeah. But now it's the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. It's the British guy is the good guy, yeah, and you got the Southern talking, yeah. as, Southern draw, as, you know, <laughs> playing the bad guy. So I, I think that's an inter- oh, that's interesting twist. Well, that's first I've never seen twist. that before. Yeah, you know. But
0: uh, f- for the most, you, you, there's a lot of people who say that they just don't like Stephen King's work. They just don't like his work. Like uh, they don't like his movies. Well, his they don't stories, like
1: him. his stories are pretty weird. Yeah, I get
0: that. I get that. But they don't like when he has his hand in movies oh, okay. about his stories. Yeah. Like uh when he made uh uh when the shining. Uh-huh. Not the not the one that we all enjoyed, but there was the one that the, came out of the uh, T V one. The T V one that he put his hand on. Uh apparently nobody liked it. I didn't I've never watched it, but uh it was supposed to be taken straight from the book. Mm-hmm. And I heard that it was horrendous. It was. I remember watching it. Everything that he has touched, that he wanted to turn into a movie, it turned to shit. The Lang I remember seeing that TV show or the the made-for-TV movie. And I was like, what the hell is going on? (laughs) (laughs) And I try to watch it again as an adult. And I'm thinking like, you know what? Maybe I just didn't get it. You know what I mean? As a little kid, maybe I just didn't get it. And I couldn't finish it as an adult. They had Belki Batakamos. Oh, from my Perfect God. Strangers yeah. in the movie. <laughs> and I was just thinking, like, what is he doing in this movie? I said, you know, Stephen King has a thing with kids, man. Kids always know in his, in his books. For some reason, kids always, like, if it has something to do with, like, ghosts or something, he always, like, kids have, they have an eye. Yeah. They're the, the conduit or something. So, if you're ever in a Stephen King novel or you ever think that you are, just listen to what the kid says because he knows not to go in that door and he, he sees ghosts and he sees dead people too. Uh,
1: next up, we have Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. I know Pat was not interested in seeing it. Uh, Rihanna's in it. So, his. You, you, yeah, you, that was right. your, yeah, that was your rebuttal. Rihanna's in it. Rihanna's oh, in like, it. When man. was the last time you saw a movie that had Rihanna in it and it was good? When was the
0: last time you seen any R and B artist in a movie that was good? Come on now. I'm
1: Brandy kidding, was, was in
0: Brandy I'm, was in Jason, oh, Jason versus Freddy, right? no nah, that was
1: uh that was Kelly Rowland. Kelly Rowland was Beyond, in uh Beyonce. Brandy was in uh, I Still Know What You Did Last Summer, which uh-huh. was horrible. <sighs> okay,
0: um, uh. Busta Rhymes was in Halloween H two O. That wasn't that bad, but he's not an R&B star. He's not an R&B artist. Um, It just doesn't... It doesn't... I think this guy... This is the same dude who directed uh, Fifth Element. And I think he's just trying to go back. He's just trying to go for that glory of what he got for Fifth Element.
1: But... Mm. but Maybe because this is a sci-fi and has all these aliens and crazy characters. Maybe...
0: And he already has a source of material. Cause it like, maybe cool
1: even if you're an R&B singer, it's like, it doesn't matter. How big of a role does she play? I hope very small. He
0: does do well when he has, like, one black guy in the movie, though. Because fifth, fifth Element, he had uh, one black guy, and that was uh, Chris Tucker.
1: Now, this movie also stars another actress who you're not a big fan of. Oh, Eyebrows. I'm just going to say eyebrows because I can't remember Eyebrows
0: my The girl from uh, Suicide Squad uh, The girl what,
1: who Pat said uh, she's italic but her eyebrows are bold
0: Yes, and it's true <laughs> Her body is small but <laughs> those eyebrows it's like I don't know what you're thinking
1: <laughs> like she, she should be Martin Scorsese's daughter She has She has eyebrows like the eagle off of Sesame Street <laughs> the Muppets. From the Muppets. She has... He's the patriotic eagle. (laughs) Like, she always... is the Bill O'Reilly of the Muppets.
0: (laughs) He always looks mad, man. She always looks mad with those eyebrows. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not... (laughs) I mean, just take a look. I mean, you know what? I'll post up a picture on the Facebook of her eyebrows right next to to his and who wore it best. (laughs) Let's... (laughs) Let's... Let the people judge. We, we have to see who, who has the best eyebrows because uh, I seriously believe that his eyebrows are on fleek. But...
1: <laughs> um, last but not least, we got The Mummy with Ooh. Tom Cruise. This yeah. is, the, I guess, the commencement film for a new shared universe. Um, this is going to be Universal Studios' monster shared universe. They're going to try to put together... Dracula, the Mummy, the Werewolf, all these. Haven't classic seen the monsters. Dracula yet. Is that the one that had a? Well, the thing is, you see, this is what I'm confused about. Apparently, Dracula Untold mm-hmm. was supposed to be the commencement. Okay. But now they're kind of like brushing it aside. Like, no, let this be. Let's 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 start all over with that Dracula movie. We'll do that later. Let's focus on the Mummy and let the mummy's this supposed mo-. to be a horror movie too, right? And. I'm hoping they're changing the genre, man. <laughs> I'm hoping that it's a horror movie because if it's gonna be another action adventure, like we already had that with Brendan Fraser, it's that a, mummy it's was an good. action
0: adventure. The trailers have shown me unless they're trying to do a a, a 180, just like Drive,
1: because the trailer <laughs> have
0: shown me that this is nothing but um, an action movie. Even though the mummy in this picture, in this video, in in this movie, I'm a fan of. I like uh, I like her. I like her. Forgot her name, but uh, yeah, I'm a fan of. It. But she's I, in uh, Ultimate Blonde. What's scary me is that it
1: stars Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is not a horror actor. No, he's, he's an not. action star. He's you know everyone knows he is in uh, like a born action star. Mm-hmm. So to throw him into this horror movie, and I'm giving I'm I'm doing air quotations right now. It's kind of throwing me off. I really hope that because. We already have an action shared universe. We got the Marvel movies, we got the DC movies. Let's try a different genre. Let's make a horror shared universe. I think that would be really fun. It would, you know, even Monster Squad was like an action-adventure movie, but it still had some of its elements where it was like, "Oh shit, that's, you know." Like yeah. when you were a kid watching it, you did feel a little bit scared watching yeah. it. So I think that's why this movie should just focus on horror. Of course you're going to have your action sequences, but you got to make it scary. You got to make are the gonna people Are they going to have the creature the from the black Lagoon in too? I think so. But not in this movie, but I think they are going to make a movie that's going to be shared with the other ones. They
0: can definitely turn that one into a horror movie. I'm thinking more like Jaws kind of thing. I hope so.
1: I think that would definitely a Jaws be a great idea. A lake
0: or something. That'd be pretty cool. They could turn that one, they can uh, do that like Jaws meets Jason kind of thing. Yeah. They can definitely do that. Frankenstein. I I actually saw the Frankenstein movie that had uh, the guy, uh, Harry Potter from Harry Potter. What's that guy's name?
1: Oh, Victor Frankenstein? Yeah. With uh, uh, Professor X, James McAvoy.
0: Yeah, I actually saw that movie and um, it wasn't bad. I didn't watch it like fully, but um, for the most part, it was like I was on the computer and... You know, just watching it in the background. And
1: it was pretty cool. It was a pretty cool movie. That I, just, I, I just think it would be cool because, you know, there's different types of horror. Mm-hmm. And I think all of the universal creatures represented a different type of horror. So I think, like, the werewolf could be gory, mm-hmm. while. The vampire Dracula could be more of like a gothic horror, yeah. Meanwhile, the mummy could just be like old school, like B movie type horror, and you could mix those genres together. I think it would just be fun to watch. That I, I really I hope don't Universal they're going
0: to mix it up. Like, how are all of them going to form Voltron? <laughs> <laughs> are they just going to hang out together or something? <laughs> I don't get how they're going to hang out together. Well, but I
1: know that Russell Crowe is in this movie. And he's he's actually the name, his character is Dr. Jekyll, so I think eventually you're gonna see him turn into Russell Mr. Hyde. Fucking crow, huh? Yeah, he plays Dr. Jekyll, and he's in this movie, so you might see him turn into Mr. Hyde, which might introduce the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde movie.
0: So they might have, nah, I was gonna say Jack the Ripper, but nah, they probably won't. Oh, maybe Sherlock Holmes.
1: Well, that'd be cool to throw in there.
0: Yeah, I mean, just to throw stuff in there. Um, oh, another movie that's coming out, I think it's coming out uh, this Friday, uh, King Arthur. Yes. By Guy Ritchie. I've had two opportunities to watch that movie, a sneak preview, and I missed both of them. I also had a sneak preview pass to go watch Baby Driver, and it was the same day as uh, as a sneak preview pass to go watch King Arthur. Couldn't watch any one of those movies. And they're both like one of those uh, assigned seating. You just get there, you pick your seat, and then you can just go wherever you want to go. And wow! Then as soon as it's time to come, you just oh, here's my seat, kind of thing. Nice. What's the name? Uh, Chris went to go see it. <laughs> what did he think? Um, he said it was a Guy Ritchie movie, man. He said if you if you're into Guy Ritchie movies, you're really going to enjoy it. So I plan on watching it because uh, I like Guy Ritchie movies because he's another one who likes to use uh, macro shots. And crazy, like, crazy angles. But um, I was talking to Martin, and he told me that um, his belief is that there's no possible way to make a movie that's about, like, olden times. That, like, you know, like, one of these, uh, these movies about, like, King Arthur that should play off of the mystery and the real kind of thing like it's it's like oh you're using too much magic and then it becomes too kitty you're too real then it just becomes boring there's no movie that's out there that's ever done that kind of stuff because then he starts talking about the movie with uh nicholas cage when he went when he when he was a knight or something like that mm. or and i was like yeah that's true i said but you know there's movies like lord of the rings it says yeah i don't think guy Ritchie got that kind of budget and i'm like true Fair enough. I said, but it is Guy Ritchie. He'll find a way to to balance it. I mean, he, he kind of talked me out of it because he was saying, like, did you see the first shot? He had elephants and stuff. I'm like, man, just let it happen, man. <laughs> just let the movie happen, man. You haven't even seen it yet. He said, you know, there's just certain scenes that he seen, it's, it seems like it's going to be a bad movie. I'm like, I know it's not going to make money in the box office because... Is on the hills of Guardians of the Galaxy that just came out Friday. Just came out Friday. It's on the hills of that. And the next movie that's going to be coming out is Aliens the following week. It's not going to make any money. I don't even think it's going to make his money back. But, I, really? Well, how much money did they. I think it was like 40. 40 you know, I think
1: his success with the Sherlock Holmes movie will help. Propel generate, movie? generate more revenue. Because like, people, I think, really enjoyed the Sherlock Holmes yeah, movie. So hopefully yeah. that will push them to want to see this movie. Because I want to see it.
0: Yeah, I want to see it. I, I really want to know if it's like... Because uh, Chris didn't tell me. But I really want to know if it's like... Uh, if it's like all the mis- all the magic stuff is just happening in his head. Or is it really happening kind of stuff. Because one of the... I like the fact that... Um, it gave me the vibe of A Night's Tale... Because it was about, you know, like, olden time. About uh, the dark ages. But it had the music of, like, you know, rock music that was being played. And I like that. I'm like, oh, crap. That reminds me of uh, A Night's Tale. So I really want to watch that movie. Another movie that's coming out in June. It's a documentary. Posted it up. It's about a uh, score. Have you seen that? I posted it up on um, on our uh, Facebook it's a movie about all the greatest composers that oh, make scores yes, 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 of yes, yes, yes. uh of the movies that we all love and enjoy. That
1: I definitely want to see, yeah. yes. I didn't know the movie was called Score.
0: Okay. Yeah, it comes out in June. And um if you guys like scores for movies, you're definitely gonna like this movie. Uh me watching, I watched that trailer like three or four times and uh <laughs> when they showed when they showed the scene of um, I think it was Hans Zimmer no, no, it wasn't Hans Zimmer He was he was playing the song for the first time For um, Steven Spielberg for the E.T. song
1: Yeah, John Williams
0: John Williams He was playing the song for uh, E.T. for the first time For Steven Spielberg And he was like nah, He was yeah, yeah I like that. I like that. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, I like it too, dude. I like it too, man.
1: It's amazing, dude. It's like the footage fact, that I've never seen before. But like the fact that they actually captured that yeah. magic right there, that moment. <laughs> oh, my gosh, great.
0: dude. It's like I've never... I hope they have a whole bunch of those, man. A whole bunch. Of, I That movie should be just full of those moments. Because they were talking about um, even... Even though the series of Car- uh, Pirates of the Caribbean is gone to shit, that's another movie that's that's coming out this oh, summer. See, I, I there's a lot of movies. I, I didn't even want to talk about it. It got drowned out. It's getting drowned out. Uh, even though the whole series is gone to shit, but the theme song yeah. is pretty epic. Yeah, the th- like that's, that, that was Hans Zimmer. Yeah, you see. These guys have a way of outliving the movies. <laughs> they make songs to outlive the movies, like uh, the song for Interstellar by Hans Zimmer. I really fucking love that song. I love the song for Interstellar. Uh, like, well, you told me a story that uh, when he made that, when uh, when uh, Christopher Nolan came to him. He didn't tell him the whole story of the movie. He just said that it's about a guy who who has to leave his daughter.
1: It's just a, a the relationship between a man and his daughter. That's it. Yeah. Go.
0: hey when when I found out about that, after already, I'm already like into the song. I'm like, dude, but where the fuck did he get all? Because it sounded like it was a space odyssey. Was <laughs> that crazy? Like, <laughs> wow. He knows what he's doing, man he should he should he's should write a book he's well he already has a master class and he, i mean now they got a documentary about it it's about time that somebody realized that
1: uh, these people they make scores man they make scores and like now you know it's so funny cuz people think of Hans zimmer they think of like you know inception and interstellar mm-hmm. and the dark knight and all of these this is the same guy that did the soundtrack to the lion king and won an oscar for it too like he couldn't do he has such a big range. He can do like a, a fun child movie, yeah. But then he can make like a sci-fi epic too. Like that's a good composer, you know. Yeah.
0: So that that movie is. Um, I know it's not on a lot of people's radar, but uh, it's definitely on mine's. And uh, I may not watch it on the first day. I, I might. I shoot. If it's coming out on the 18th, I don't even think there's another movie that's coming out around that same time that I want to watch because I really can't think about it. Because <laughs> that that movie I really want to watch because um because Hans Zimmer's not coming down to Miami for some reason he doesn't like Miami but uh, it's all right <laughs> it's okay sorry right. I watched a documentary about his music and all, all his other uh, fellow composers but oh I think that's our time ladies and gents I have been Pat and this is Kev and I hope everybody. Uh, uh, see you guys at the Tell Slate Yes And welcome to the Tell Slate I uh, hope everybody enjoyed the sold. Um The song that you're listening to is none other than
1: this is from John Williams, the legendary John Williams. Goddamn right. Uh, th- it's funny because this is like basically three scenes in one. So the name of the song is "Escape," "Chase," "Saying Goodbye." Wow. It's three things happening in one song.
0: Yeah, and um, if you guys has ever watched E.T. or this this song right here, this part right here.
1: Well, th- watch it's, it- see okay so this is uh, this is the escape and it's going into the chase mm-hmm. you're gonna hear that part again the part that you're talking about mm-hmm. but hold on this is the part where it gets really good
0: Ride my bike. I'm like, yeah, you know, just in case if the FBI try to chase me, they can't chase me because I'm on a bike.
1: Like you want this song playing? You want to? <laughs> you want to put a milk carton in the in the front of your bike and just ride down the street at really high speed as if someone was chasing you, even though no one's chasing you. Yeah. And you want this song playing in the background.
0: <laughs> oh, I just had a sad moment right now. I just realized that they got rid of that AT ride in uh, Universal. Did they? Yeah. They got rid of that ride, didn't they? No. Oh. I feel good about myself now. Don't scare me like that, man. (laughs) Because I was like, oh, I really want to ride that ride.
1: Nah, man. It's still operational, man. I I, I say we go. Yeah. I say we go this winter when the temperature goes down a little bit. yeah. Fuck yeah. And...
0: You know, my sister's coming from Oklahoma this month uh at the end of the month to go to universal and she asked me if i wanted to go and i still haven't responded <laughs> to her text because <laughs> i'm not doing that man i'm not Dude, fucking doing you that
1: remember that one summer that we went oh how hot it was it was so hot
0: oh my gosh yo did we do the et ride
1: we did do the yeah, ride. and i call ride. myself thelonious yeah she said what's your name thelonious <laughs> She even asked to spell it. She was like, "Okay, I'm just typing in Ted, (laughs) like I'm just typing in Michael or something, something generic."
0: Oh my gosh,
1: man! The best thing about that ride is actually waiting in line because it's indoors, Mm -hmm. so it's air conditioned, and you feel like you're in the forest. Like they actually decorate the line, uh, the flashlights. The flashlights. You you hear like the creatures in the forest, but it's like. After a really hot day, oh, I feel so good to be in that Wait, dark this room. part's Right up. here, this is the part. This is the best part of the song. Hold on. I, I think, I think there's th- this is still the chase. This is,
0: it's a lot of chase. You guys gotta watch. I think it's the anniversary. I don't know how long this movie's been out,
1: but. Uh, it's been over 20 years. <laughs> A solid movie, just thinking about it, it's like I think it's right here. This is the part of the song
0: flying. flying over the cars. The cops, uh, in our original one, the cops had shotguns, yeah, but they got rid of the shotguns and they put a uh, flashlights, walk- flashlights,
1: flashlights, and walkie talkies, right? flashlights,
0: and walkie talkies. But
1: uh, which is funny because you can notice it when you watch the movie and you watch. Uh, if you look at their hands the way they're holding those radios are weird like yeah. they're holding it like they're guns it's a
0: nice it's a nice edit but it's not well done <laughs> because um, I don't even have the same I don't have the old tapes that I, that I had when I was a little kid but you know what I would pay like $20 for a tape just to watch what you call it uh, the original just to watch the original or hell <laughs> film If they even have that. You know what? Since the anniversary is out, it's also the anniversary of uh, the Fifth Element. And I know that they're showing the Phantom of it, uh, Fifth Element. But uh, I know they got it. There has to be a movie theater that's around here that's going to be showing Mm E.T. And I got to see if they're going to be showing the original edit or is it
1: going to be the one with the flashlights? Because I know there's more edits than that. That they had. I think it's going to be with the flashlights. I think... Because Steven Spielberg was the one that wanted to edit it like that, right. really. so I think that was his way of saying like, "No, this is supposed these to be cops more... would never want to shoot these yeah, kids." Yeah, like let's let's make it more kid friendly. Like, why the hell do these guys have shotguns? But that they're, was They're cops. It was like that they're... back in the day, man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the FBI agents, <laughs> And It's a fucking alien. <laughs> you don't know what he's what he's capable of, but I mean, he's a Jedi. And some some people's fan fiction, um, ET was a Jedi. What was his real name again? No, that was his name, E.T. But, um, this song is mad long.
1: And I started the song like midway through and it's still (laughs) playing. The song is a total of nine minutes. Jesus. But, um, I think
0: that's our, uh, that's our tail slate, ladies and gentlemen. If, uh, you get anything from this, uh, episode, I would say, um, Get prepared for this summer, and watch some E.T. Get a little nostalgia. Get a little joy in you, because uh, this movie is uh, amazing. <laughs> Give it a watch. I have been Pat. This was Kev. See ya.
1: We're still recording? <laughs> I thought you stopped it. <laughs>
0: I thought when
1: you made that like that gesture it was like okay we're
0: done.